0: Um, Mm -hmm. Diversity, here's, here's something to to really, really, really think about. Diversity is a weakness. Diversity is a weakness, because you can't do all these different things. You can't be in every market selling everything to everybody. You can't live everywhere, Mm. right? Can't eat everything. It's this, this idea that we're going to be strong through diversity. I understand that having different skills is useful. Being aware of the needs of different cultures is useful. Um, Because we can, we grow by taking information from point A and applying it to point D. That's how we grow by linking two things that haven't been linked before. Yeah, you take a product from here and you link it to a company over there. They haven't met before and that's, that's, that's a strength point, yeah? It's, it's a new connection. It's a new relationship, mm-hmm. yeah? Um, and we do this through focus. And focus requires two things, or maybe three. Limitation, discernment, And discrimination, that's it. Discrimination, you have to discriminate. Okay, just discernment is the ability to see something and know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Basic example, man walks into a bar, you look at him and you think, bad man. (laughs) I'm out of here, right? Yeah, but you know, that's a primitive example, right? Uh, we see this every day. Intense. You, you get the offer, and you look at the offer, and you're just like, "No, <laughs> no, that's a bad offer, <laughs> right? Thank you, but no, thank you, right? <laughs> I appreciate your time and effort and energy. Now I'm gonna go and do something different. Um, so, because um, it's not a obviously not a win-win situation there, but um, in order to go forward. And this is, this is, the opposite of what we're taught. We're taught it's children. Children are taught you must not discriminate. Discrimination is very bad. That's rubbish, because every every choice that you make is discrimination. Time playing with John is time not playing. With Peter and Mary and Fred. <laughs> right? That's discrimination. You take something and you say yes, and you take a lot of things and you say no. You know, you you can't eat everything for breakfast, right? Mm. You take one you take something and you're like, Okay, this is my breakfast, right? You can't you don't do your shopping in fifteen different shops. You you, you know, you try to pick one supermarket and go to that one supermarket and pick up everything. That's discrimination. Yeah. You say, in life, we say no a lot more than we say yes. Hmm. And it's not always negative. Because if we're aware of it, it's not negative. If we don't know what we're doing, it's negative. But, you know, if we are aware of I said no to this because of this, this is wrong or this is not good for me, then that is a good thing. If you just say no, 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 without thinking, that's obviously not a good thing, right? So we we need discrimination. We want to teach our children to play with the good children, to play with the nice children, Mm. to play with the friendly children, to play to play with the children who are better than them. So that our children get lifted up, but also to play with the children who are not as good as our children so that they learn to help other people as well. Mm-hmm. But but this is all discrimination. We discriminate on a daily every time we go into a every time we buy a piece of clothing. How many pieces of clothing exist in the world? Billions. Right? What do we buy? One item. Mm-hmm. One item. It's discrimination, I'm discriminating against all these other things. Yeah. And then and then it's made even more complicated because people talk about positive discrimination and negative discrimination. It's just being human. Right. It's just being who we are to to get the job done, because why do jobs exist? You know, picking a person for a job is discrimination. Right. Because mm-hmm. you've got 12 people who want the job and you say no to 11 and yes to one. You are saying. This person is better. <laughs> What's that? It's discrimination. Mm. But it's discrimination based on positive ideals and development and and uh, and moving forward. And um, it's also understanding that um, that diversity as a focus is is a weakness beyond the level of having. The necessary skills, right? Um, if you spend all your time, let's think about it right. If you spend all your time learning how to bake cakes, right? If you spend all your time learning how to make cakes. You will have a diverse skill, but you 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 won't be able to do your job. <laughs> Right, and you won't have time for your family and all the other important things in life. So um, diversity is never as important as adaptability, which is the ability to acquire, to gain, to learn new skills that are necessary to progress, which is not a diversity, that's a development. Yeah. Um, and chance is not diversity, <laughs> right? Yes, I mean, yes. it just, those, are, those, are, those are two different things. Um, opportunity is not diversity. Those are two different things. Yes. And here's, here's the collateral damage, the side effect of this, which is, let's say there's 12 positions in the board. directors right let's say Mm. a company wants to let's say traditionally in the past there would be let's say 11 men and one woman okay Mm. maybe if you go back further in time it would be 12 men and zero women okay um now there's this push towards um so-called equality so-called diversity and it would be like well if we have six and six that'll be a balance well to accept six women is to reject. Six men. Where are those men going to go for a job? Right? If you invite more women into the workforce, you're not creating more jobs. You're creating less jobs. Because you have more people (laughs) wanting the same position. That's creating less jobs when you create less jobs you create increased competition and that's dangerous within your own organization because when people are not working together they're putting knives in each other's backs right in order to make progress Mm -hmm. and so whereas in the past there might have been one job And 12 people could do the job. Now you've got one job and 24 people could do the job, which means rejecting 23, which increases the stress and the pressure on the company. It doesn't solve any problems. It just creates more stress and pressure on the company and on the individuals. And one of the most positive elements of female nature there are many positive elements to female nature but one of the most positive is agreeableness Hmm. which is the ability to look at a situation to understand that maybe it's not good to push back against this maybe it's just good to go with the flow and see what happens and see where things take us which is a predominantly female trait, it's called agreeableness. You cannot be in the corporate world and be agreeable. Because the corporate world requires decisions, and decisions mean standing on the left or standing on the right, but standing somewhere and saying something. And the more agreeableness we have within the corporation, the less decisions we will make. And probably as a result, the less progress that will occur. And um, as, as with everything, the best person for the job should be the person that is employed, regardless of uh, background, gender, personality, even regardless of education. Yeah, Mm. education doesn't really matter if you can do the job. People can be. There are many examples in the past of people who started in companies, you know, in the in the mailroom of the company or um, as a delivery person for the company, and they they showed determination, enthusiasm, intelligence, and they they worked their way up. It maybe took them twenty years, but they worked their way up through the company, step by step, year by year, and. and what happens is if they stopped working their way up and they were still, um, they still had that drive and enthusiasm, they left and they started their own business. And uh, they, they worked that way. But um, there's, there's definitely a, a sort of for. And it's harder for women to be in those higher level positions because if they want to have a family, they need to devote a large amount of time to their children and a large amount of time to their pregnancy. And um, this is time that they naturally cannot give to their company, naturally. And, you know, if the company is sensible, the company doesn't want that because the company wants their employees to be good employees and to be happy. And if they're not happy in their family, it's gonna roll over into their company and their work and they're not gonna be happy at work. And um, people, don't like pro- people don't like employees with problems. Because mm-hmm. yeah? uh, we've all been in a situation where somebody comes into work every day with the same problem and this goes on for months, maybe even years, and it doesn't create a good atmosphere for people. And so, um, so yeah, it's it, it's a big financial stress on the. It's a bigger financial stress on the company when they employ women in the higher positions, and it's a stress on the women themselves because they have to make a choice between family and career. Mm. And the and and it doesn't get easier it just gets more complex because mm. as you go up through the company you get more pay and more responsibility not less more mm. right. so right. so if if at the beginning you decide I will postpone or delay having a family until later it will be much harder to have a family because you'll be in an even more authoritative and even more powerful position and you don't want to lose that. And we, um, we, we grade our lives on the income that we have from the work that we do. Mm. And it's very hard to step out of that box at mm. any point in time. Um, some people are capable of taking steps backwards. Um, I've done that a few times in my life because I had to, and I think it was a good decision at the time. And, it, but, but most people don't, most people are like, oh. <laughs> gotta drive forward. It's totally natural. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, totally natural. And um, we need that incentive and that drive to get, to get anywhere in life. And, uh, um, and what, another side effect of all of this is that men lose their drive. Um, a classic example would be the employee somewhere in some company who stops working as hard as they could because they look around at everything that's going on and they're like, I can't change it. I can't fight against it. I have to live with it. Mm. So I'm stuck. (laughs) (laughs) And there's hundreds of thousands of people right now, across the world, in that predicament, where the future that was the promise in the past, is now different because the corporate idealism, which is once again that everybody can do everything, um, is maybe is, is, is maybe flawed. Well, time t- time will tell, but. Um, I don't think personally you can be a successful woman in the boardroom and have enough time for your children. I don't think that is possible. Um, And it's also, according to the latest statistics, average income for families across the Western world has been dropping since 1973. It's been dropping since 1973 mm-hmm. and what this means is that in 19 pre-1973 you could have one member of your family working and for several years say three to five maybe longer but at least three to five years one person could be at home with the children for three to five years during 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 their early formative years of development, which is really important. Now, because of this, um, and it's not the the wage, the wages that people are paid have gone up, but the economic value of what you can buy with that number has gone down. Mm -hmm. So um, what this means is both parents have to work now for, for people to to survive. And it doesn't get that much better depending upon which culture you live in because the cultures aggregate out that (laughs) crazily enough, whether you're in India or Indiana, Mm. um, you're gonna get paid more in one of these places and less in the other but you're going to find yourself in exactly the same problem, exactly the same predicament. Because those, because in Indiana, you're going to have more disposable income that you're going to spend on more disposable products. Mm. Because that's the culture. And in India, you're going to have less disposable income, so you're going to spend less on less disposable products. Mm. Yeah. And um, you'll see this in Western culture, where if you, if you visit us, <laughs> can say this carefully. If you visit the house of a person in Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. in a person's house, everything has a function. We have this for this reason, mm-hmm. because we use it for that. If you go to the West and you go into a person's home, You'll find a lot of shit, a lot of things, a lot of things that people have bought that they don't use, hmm. but they they have it because they think that they need it because everyone else has got one. As society became poorer in the West over the last fifteen years, which it has become in general, what has opened up is a secondary market in the resale of home goods and we see this through places like ebay and facebook Mm -hmm. marketplace where Mm -hmm. people can and do actually make a living by either selling the products they have that they don't need anymore or Mm -hmm. buying products from there and selling them on because people sell things because they want the the space, and they want to get rid of it quickly, and people buy it. And then they, they, you know, they they can check prices and resell it on. And if you do that carefully, and you want to do that and put time and energy into it, you can make as much money doing that as you can almost anything else. Because Mm. if you look around carefully, carefully, you can probably make a hundred percent on a lot of purchases. Yeah. You can buy something for five pounds, sell it for 10. You can buy something for 10, sell it for 20. Mm-hmm. You mean? You're not making exactly a hundred percent on it because you're putting in time and resources and energy into doing it. But think about this as well. When you go to work, you're expending energy. And if you have a car and you go to work, For most people, the company is not paying for the car, right? Mm. For most people. The company is not paying for the fuel. The company is not paying for the maintenance. So that's another expense that the individual person has. Um, So that dynamic where both parents now have to work is increased stress on the family and fortunately, or unfortunately, companies are taking advantage of this, um, mm. and it's it's putting a lot of stress on men because where men had to compete only with men in the past, now they have to compete with women in that area. Now, as we said earlier, you know the best person for the job should get the job. There are some jobs, no, there. 99.99% of jobs that if I apply for them, there will be some woman that's better than me, okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm not good at 99.99% of things. I'm good at a small, narrow area of things that I've practiced for many years. In that area, I'm good. But outside of that, I'm just average, and there's going to be a lot of people mm-hmm. that uh, that are better than me. But, uh, you know, this, this increased competition is is hell for men one of the results of this is increase in uh, death for men stress leads to death